0: You found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. And today we're going to be previewing the Bulls versus the Denver Nuggets going down today, the second preseason game. We're also going to talk about Bleacher Report predicting DeMar Rosen be one of the big names move this year. And the Chicago Bulls have been shut out of the annual GM poll around the NBA. We're going to talk about all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. That's Pat, the designer, host and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Batman, uh, the Bulls, play their second preseason game today. The uh, they face the Denver Nuggets, the reigning NBA champions. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw some things that really did show that, you know, this talk about Changing the offense may be something realistic, right? Maybe mm-hmm. something that is tangible. We got to mm-hmm. see if they keep it up and if it goes into the regular season. Didn't see very much of uh, Nikola Vucevic, Demar, or Zach in the first preseason game. All of them playing the exact amount of minutes. A little <laughs> over 17 <laughs> minutes in that. Got to see a lot of G League players, a lot of Windy City Bulls uh, in that in that game as well. When you look at this game today, what's something that you want to see? Um, in this game that you think it's important outside of people just not getting hurt, you, (laughs) Jack. Hey, what Kobe say? More minutes. (laughs) How many more minutes do you want to see?
1: More minutes. (laughs) No, honestly, bro, like, I don't... The, the, it really is it i was joking about that before before we started right i was like what the heck are we previewing it's, it's a chicago bulls versus denver nuggets preseason game in which nobody's going to play but realistically i do want the things we want to see i think we've talked about a lot right like the aggressiveness on offense seeing this team take on more of an offensive mindset as well while still being able to keep up the defensive ability the tough part is right like preseason don't mean nothing like in NBA preseason does NBA preseason mean less than NFL preseason
0: <sighs> I, I w- it depends on the team really I mean it really does depend on the team because if you look at some of these preseason games you got games, some of them
1: lower teams they'd be playing of, them
0: they're really playing and really trying to figure out their yeah. rotations trying to figure out a play style and I, and I do think for the Chicago Bulls in that sense right they're still trying to figure out how this evolution is going to work so I think Rather than like the impact, the style yeah. of play that the Bulls play are, is, is important in that sense.
1: If we see a similar uh, game from Kobe White, does Kobe mm. White solidify his role as the starting point guard of this team? Or would you rather see them kind of... Because this is supposed to be an open competition, right? Mm. Would you rather see them swap in a Javon Carter starting in that role? Would you rather see them swap in a Ayo starting in that role to kind of see what that looks like?
0: I think that... I do think that we're probably going to see a different starting point guard either in this game or the game Sunday, just because I th- I think we're going to see all three get a chance to start a point guard at least Kobe and Javon Carter. Um, so it really depends. Like uh, I know the N- Nuggets have played one preseason game uh, so far. Did Murray play in that game? Do you know off the top of your head? I could check.
1: I do not know off of the top of my head. I'm not even. He did play. He played like I'm watching minutes. around. He played 18, 18 minutes. minutes. We got two so, preseason games against the Denver Nuggets.
0: Two back-to-back, Thursday and Sunday, both against the Denver Nuggets. One, uh, The one Thursday, I believe, is in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. The one, one Thursday one is in Chicago, yeah. The one Sunday is in Denver. Uh, So, you know. I like how Denver was like, we're not you know going what? nowhere. I say, yeah, Javon <laughs> Carter's starting this game. It's at Chicago In Chicago, Javon Carter's probably going to start this game.
1: Hey, listen, listen, listen. I get it. I, I like it. Chicago kid. We got to stop with the in Chicago or from Chicago. We got to stop.
0: Well, we have they two- done that for that? I got do that. it. Yeah. I got it. But I got from point, Chicago. He did. I
1: won in Illinois. You supposed to. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. And then at that point too, you got to think by time Io had took over the starting point guard, the IO hype was real right at that point in time. Like, so, well, I think they has, was doing that from the beginning though. Well, I, I mean he they did, was he doing didn't, when from Chicago. You don't, you don't get announced if you're not a starter. So no, no, he I'm saying a
1: when he like when he because remember Lonzo got hurt and then he he got into the game. I think they was doing from Chicago immediately. Well, that's and what I then mean. It, when it was like over
0: from starting, but he still took over from Lonzo at that point. Yeah, after yeah. the starting point guard.
1: I, I listen. Everybody can't get it, bro. You gotta, you gotta win some games.
0: You know what I mean. Hey, did, gotta, <laughs> Jabari Parker didn't get from Chicago. That should have told I think us something. No, right he then, did. I,
1: he. I think. I think Jabari he did Parker give, did not get hey, from bro, Chicago. Bro. Hey, bro, we got to fight of, of old. Maybe intro, the bro. first game. No, I'm what, pretty sure Jabari Parker got from Chicago. I remember there was one a game. Loud they, one.
0: I remember Jabari Parker. There was one game in Chicago, bro. And I, they he, they did not say from Chicago. And I'm not saying he never got it. But <laughs> it just one time stuck out my head, bro. Like, that's crazy. Hey, Yeah, Jabari definitely I got it. didn't earn it from Chicago. You, you right, can't have that, but... somebody come in and say, I don't get played to play defense. And then say, i hey, we going to give you a from Chicago. <laughs> bro, come on. <laughs> bro,
1: we getting too many. That's the problem, bro. There's too many from Chicagos out there. Everybody can't get it, bro. Everybody can't get from Chicago. You have to be elite. Yeah, Derek set the standard, bro. That's all I'm saying, bro. Uh, no, I, I will say this, though. For me, uh, the, the biggest thing that I want to see in this Bulls-Nuggets game is uh, to to find out who really does run the offense the best. And and listen, if they play Jamal Murray, you'll get a real test because I, I do think I would play Kobe because I want to see how Kobe plays when he actually has to guard somebody mm-hmm. because it makes life a lot easier when I got to guard Ty-Ty Washington <laughs> versus... I got to go out there. I got to be the facilitator. I have to score the basketball. I have to... Uh, he he don't have to do all these things. Really, all we care about is the facilitation. But Kobe's a scorer, so scoring the ball, rebounding the basketball. Uh, I uh, mean, um, even if he
0: comes off the bench, he's going to have to j- uh, guard Reggie Jackson, so... I
1: mean, I can live with you guarding Reggie Jackson. Like you don't even have to guard Reggie True, Jackson. but have sometimes. you
0: looked at Reggie Jackson? Like you got to give some credit for that. The fact is, you got to stare across the court at Reggie Jackson for at least. Do you really?
1: Nah. If you if you do what the coaches tell you, you never have to look at his face. If you watch the waist, it tells you where the player is gonna go. You, you never to watch a man's waist, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, how you play defense. I know. That's <laughs> how you play defense, right? Like I don't know. There's no there's no pause on defense, is there? Are we pausing defense now? I'm, yeah, not. Bro, we, we we're pausing, pausing in, defense. You over? Here? About watching okay, <laughs> okay <laughs> this guy here bro <laughs> Hey, man, look. What a- hey, the Bulls are a defensive-minded team. There's a lot of waste-watching going on on this team. No, but oh. uh, realistically speaking, right, I would like to see Kobe kind of get that look when you actually have to defend somebody tough yeah, on I the believe. other end and see if you can still maintain that level of play because that's what I want my starting point guard to do. At a minimum, get the ball to Zach and DeMar the way that you did. I, I guess, right, like, The tough part is the Bulls are so efficient at what they do individually. We just need that piece to put everybody in the right place, right? Like, I know DeMar's going to be an efficient mid-range shooter. I know Zach Levine's going to be an efficient three-point shooter off catch and shoot. I know Vooch is efficient in the post. It's just about getting them the ball in the right position. That's really all we're looking for from whoever takes over this point guard spot. If you can score the basketball, that makes it better for us.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, and I think Kobe understand, like, at least from what he's talked about, right, is that he understands that you, you have to run the show. I mean, he still has to be him. He's going to get shots up, but you have to be able to run that show. And so, listen, I wouldn't be mad if they gave Kobe to start every one of these preseason games. If he's playing well and you're rolling with him and feeling it, cool. Why try? Why disrupt it? Now, yeah. I, Billy Donovan has already talked about that that starting lineup isn't set just to kind of set that expectation. But you know, if he does start Javon, I understand it. If he gives Kobe the start, continues to see if he's going to keep, you know, giving the effort that he gave in that first preseason game. I'm not mad at that either. The thing that yeah. I want to see more than just who starts a point guard, though, is also like, how, how how do you use Vooch's facilitating a little bit better? Like, we saw a little bit of it. They didn't knock down shots, so that's not on Vooch, but I kind of want to see that a little bit more, especially if you're going to be playing them 17, 18 minutes again.
1: I, I, I've I said this many a times, bro. Like, Vooch is just going to be Vooch. Like, I like, you know what he's going to give you. He, we you haven't gotta...
0: let him be Vooch since he got here consistently. So I, I agree true. with you. Well, yeah. I,
1: no, he has been able to set up. Listen, he set up a lot of them shots. It's just when you're setting it up to Pat Bev and Ayo DeSumo. It makes your life a lot harder when it's like you going to take that and Pat's like I'm pulling it. Ah. No, yeah,
0: Pat's <laughs> pulling it. Like.
1: Hey, and I was like I'm not pulling it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. problem is I was like I'm going to pull it, I'm going to pull it. Nope, I'm not going to pull it. I'm not going to pull it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> travel. How many times did we see that last season? Pump fake. A lot. Take off, a lot. dribble, travel. I was like, Io, you got to stop, bro. Alex Caruso did that a lot, too. I'm not going to say go out on that. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs>
0: got to give it, like, you, you know, Caruso. It is yeah. what it is there, man. Next up, though, we're going to be talking about Bleacher Report, predicting a DeMar DeRozan trade for the Chicago Bulls this season. He's one of five players that they have predicted to be moved this season. But before we get into that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. Yeah. Snap into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets, Guaranteed when you place a five dollar bet. That's two hundred dollars in bonus bets. Win or you or lose. If you're if you've been thinking about joining Fanduel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over unders, and more. So visit Fanduel.com/slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel official partner of the NFL. All right, Pat. So we got a. Bleacher Report article here, which is always hit or miss. You always have fun with that. Uh, where they have predicted. We'd be uh, slandering
1: the, the companies that
0: we work with. Was, i got to be honest, bro. It is what it is, bro. It's, you know, it is what it is. They found me through Chicago Bulls Central. Thank God they didn't find me through Bleacher Report. Let's hope. They, I mean, through uh, Locked On. Let's hope that right. continues. <laughs> I'm going to have a meeting at Bleacher Report one day. They're going to be like, hey, explain this clip to us. Hayes, why do you say that we suck? <laughs> Your writers suck. Uh, But with that said, they predicted five of the biggest names to get moved this offseason. At number one, DeMar Rosen. They have him listed here. And they have the teams to watch to trade for DeMarta Rosen, the Philadelphia 76ers, the Los Angeles Lakers, and the Los Angeles Clippers. What do you think about him being named as the number one player on this list, Pat?
1: It, it depends on what the Bulls do. They're... they're... A lot of these lists are just based off whether the Bulls are winning or losing or not, right? Like, yeah. listen, Julius Randle was number one on a lot of trade talks last season. Uh, why? Probably because have been
0: traded though.
1: I mean, listen, but all of a sudden you start winning, and it's a whole different conversation, right? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's winning fixes everything. And if we're if we're being one hundred percent honest with where this Bulls team is at, and and what we want to see from this team moving forward. I can't say the Bulls wouldn't trade DeMar because that would be the logical thing to do if you're not going to get a contract done where you feel like he's the piece that's helping you move in the right direction. But if they're winning, DeMar DeRozan's not going anywhere. If they're winning, like, I'm going to be real with you. Let's say, what's the deadline? We we always, it's 55 games, something like that, is usually like the de- deadline. Yeah. now. Like, it's not really the second half of the season no more. If the Bulls have 30 wins by the deadline,
0: oh Martin Rose is not going nowhere. So the trade deadline this year is February 8th at 2 p.m. That feels so late.
1: Uh how many games will we play by the who knows, right? Like no. <laughs> start counting, start counting. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what that is. 40 48 games, for it's past 42. I know that much. So uh If the Bulls have a plus, if the Bulls have a 550 record, DeMar DeRozan is not getting traded. Like, it don't even got to be, oh, my God, they're How they
0: got there, though? Because what if the Bulls have that record, but at that point, we're talking about Kobe, Pat, both averaging 15, 16 points per game, and it looks like, hey, maybe they're ready to make that step without DeMar, then what? I'm not saying that that's what I think. I'm just I'm, for the, the nature of the conversation.
1: I would almost bet you that they would just ask DeMar to either take a back seat, like they would ride it out. They'd be like, take a back seat, or come off of the bench and you just be you. Like, yeah. we'll let you be you 110, which I'm not going to, it's my dream scenario. Pat Will and Kobe White are both averaging 15 points a game. Zach Levine is elite. My dream scenario is the Bulls say, DeMar, listen, we don't want to disrespect you. We know you're a Hall of Famer. We feel like you're still an elite player. But we think that you would be better suited coming off the bench because then you can just go for 28 whenever you feel like it.
0: Uh, By the way, as well, 54 games before the trade deadline.
1: You really counted it?
0: Yeah, uh, shout out I to my co host
1: bro. This man doing you know. it. Fifty-four <laughs> games. So if the Bulls, so I was right. If the Bulls have thirty wins, yeah. No, oh, what is that? What would that be? Thirty and twenty-four. Thirty and twenty-four.
0: So that's six games. Above I stand five. by that.
1: If the Bulls have thirty wins, they're not trading Demar Deroost. Like it don't okay. because I I just feel like AK sees a level of success in this team and he wants the veterans to be a part of it so that whenever this magical moment happens when the young dudes do step up and start to ascend, the veterans are still there to kind of guide them through that journey that's his dream, Mm. that's his goal and and I'm not mad at it I just don't think that it's it's very hard to do because if Pat Will's averaging 15, if Kobe's averaging 15 somebody's not shooting the basketball and I'm going (laughs) to tell you this right now DeMar DeRozan ain't never not shot the basketball (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh man, that's funny. Um, I mean, listen, the, the thing is is I I hate to ever predict something like that because it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Like, me you have been very realistic over what it seems like this front office is doing and I I don't I won't say that there's not a world in which they they wouldn't trade DeMar DeRozan and I'm not saying that at all, but it just seems like this is a front office that's committed to their guys. And DeMar is a guy who's typically been him. Now, here's the question I want to ask you, right? DeMar, first season with the Chicago Bulls, averaged 20 shots per game. We know that, that came via Zach Monzo going did, out, taking yeah. a step back, things like that. Last season, went all the way down to 17 and a half shots per game. His two last two seasons in San Antonio, both at 15 shots per game. With what we've, the little bit to none that we've seen so far, do you think that we see more of 20 shot per game, DeMar DeRozan? We do we see more of set fifteen to seventeen shot a game per Demar Derozan, and that is a big difference. I think we we kind of understate like how much less taking three shots per game is. I you know what Demar Derozan I want to see the transition
1: that Vince Carter and Jason Kidd went to. Now Jason Kidd always was the facilitator, but I mean even in Dallas he was a god, right? But all of a sudden we looked up one day and we was like, man, these must taking a lot of three pointers. Like, Vince Carter could shoot the three, but he was a guy that was like, I'm going to get to the bucket. I'm going to get to the mid-range. I'm going to get to the cup and finish. Like, the transition that happened when you just started seeing him become, Vince become, like, in Memphis where he was only a three-point shooter pretty much. Like, the stat, the fact that you pointed out every time DeMar takes more than three three three-pointers, he's mad efficient. Like, I really want to see that happen because (laughs) if that happens, then all of a
0: sudden we get that next... Sometimes iteration of guys. I I be, I don't be knowing like cuz you say like you act like the, Vince all of a sudden became this guy that was just shooting more like Vince only his first 3 years in the league he took less than 5 three-pointers. He basically took 5 three-pointers every year after that, bro. So even before Dallas.
1: I mean, listen well Vince is no no, Vince uh took three-pointers, but Jay Kidd.
0: Oh yeah, Kidd, yeah. But shooting
1: yeah. no threes. Yeah. Vince would shoot the three ball, but Vince was shooting the three ball pretty much his only shot. At the end, as he got later in his career.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you look at Memphis, so he took five and a half shots per game, six and a half shots per game his last season in Memphis. Four of those were threes. That's right. a lot of, that's a lot. You of know what I mean? Like all, shots, yeah. Most
1: of his shots became three-point shots. Like, he started becoming, and I'm not saying DeMar's at that point yet, but yeah. that would be the elite point where it's like, I got P. Will doing this, I got this guy doing this, and all of a sudden DeMar's taking five threes a game, knocking down two of them. Right, getting a couple yeah. of mid range shots. Like, I think that that's the, that's the transition to me that AK wants to happen here in Chicago. That's why I believe he wants to extend him because you keep the leadership quality, you keep the efficiency, you keep everything about DeMar DeRozan. We know he could be a mid range guy till he's 45. He's not going to lose that shot. <laughs> he's not, yeah,
0: he's that not
1: shot, that shot doesn't have a ton of lift. That shot doesn't have, like, he's just going to be able he to be like. get
0: there a little bit slower, hey, but he's bro, still going to take that the, shot.
1: <laughs> the, the pump fake is just going to get slower. That's all that's going to happen, bro. Just...
0: Bro, the, the thing that always is the magic about DeMar DeRozan, I got to give him credit for this. The fact that everybody knows exactly what he's going to do, hey, and it's still like. <laughs> <Hey, bro. laughs>
1: <laughs> Bro, he be so, must be so mad. My favorite thing in the world is seeing people that get so mad <laughs> because they like we went over this in the game plan for so long, <laughs> and I still jumped. Like it's yeah. all we practiced this week, and I yeah. still jumped. No, I I, I don't believe that DeMar will to to finish this off. Right, I don't believe DeMar will be traded. Um, who else was on the list? You said it was, he was the top of the five. Who else was on yeah, the list? So
0: Also on the list. So he was number one. Number two was Kyrie at number two. Cat uh, yeah. was number three. Zion Williamson and Mariah Mills were number four. And then you had Joel Embiid at number five.
1: Zion Williamson and porn star. Um, who made this list? This list was created by not the, the writer, person, and? just the company.
0: Oh, Bleacher Report. Oh, it
1: makes perfect sense. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. None of these guys are getting traded. Greg Schwartz is yeah. the guy, is the writer, but. Give the way. it up, Greg.
1: Uh <laughs> give it up, bro. None of these guys. No. What? Who's it? Zion's getting traded, bro. You're not first off, because here's the only two scenarios. Zion Williamson is hurt. You're not trading him. Or he's healthy, and he's one of the most efficient players in the NBA. You're not trading him. Joel Embiid is getting traded. They'll fire James Harden before they trade Joel Embiid. <laughs> bro, they won't even cut him. They'll just fire him, bro. They'll bring, <laughs> You're fired. They'll bring Trump in, bro. Oh,
0: w- wow. All right. Like, what, what, are we, on on what, are, what are we? on What
1: are we? <laughs> Kyrie, maybe. Kyrie, maybe. But, like, I doubt it. Kyrie usually has a great first two years everywhere he gets traded to. Year three is where it starts getting iffy. That's when he becomes Obi wan
0: Cat's probably the only one I agree with on this list. I do think that that's a possibility. Where's he going? It don't matter, bro. He's a big man that can score. He can. There's always going to be somebody that's willing to well, take. Well,
1: shout him. out to Jordan Woods, but that has nothing to do with his basketball skills. It was a long play joke. I'm glad you stuck around hey, for it. bro, that
0: one, that, one hit, that one hit hit late there, bro. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah. so did cat. Hey, man, uh, we appreciate you guys for showing love, man. Let's get into this third topic where uh, we talk about the bullshit. I don't even have a Harry, bro. I just switched it over. Almost ended the show low-key. I like, like, bro.
0: You definitely broke my brain once that one set in. I was like, hey, man. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> the annual GM survey came out, bro. Uh, and we know that this is something that, that you know, comes out every year. They vote on everything. Uh, the Bulls got no player, no part of the Bulls, no young core, no coach. Last year, at least, Chris Fleming was voted as one of the best assistants that could become a head coach. Nothing. The only player that got any votes was Alice Caruso for best defender, and best perimeter defender. Other than that, the Chicago Bulls shut out. Not they don't think we have one of the best young cores, none of the best weapons. Didn't make any of the better move. Like, what do you? What? Well, how does that make you feel as a Bulls fan, Pat? Exactly how I felt all last season.
1: I I, I can't say that wrong. Who would you vote for? I wouldn't even Dallas vote for. Cruz. I mean, that's it. Like I yeah. honestly, like who would you vote for as being the best at anything?
0: I mean, you got to look at it. So some of the polls that include who will MVP? Nah. I mean, listen, if, if Zach Levine or Namar D- gets an MVP conversation, shout out to them. But coming into that, wouldn't it? Uh, if you were starting a franchise today who uh, if, and could sign any player, who would it be? Uh, nobody on the Bulls is making that list. Nope. Which player force, force, forces oppo- opposing coaches to make the most adjustments? Ain't nobody on the Bulls getting on that one. Uh, off-season moves. The Bulls ain't getting on nothing for off-season moves or player acquisitions at all. Uh, rookies and international. Who will win the 2023-24 Rookie of the Year? Shout out to, uh, Julian Phillips on that one. Yeah, he didn't make it. I was going to say, we're
1: um, maybe. Or, but team. are not going to play him. Oh, well, yeah, well, there you um, go. Who was <laughs> Adama <pitchers? Sanago. laughs> nah, all, right, all right, I feel you.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen. Who's the best defensive team in the NBA, even though the Bulls are top five? They didn't get on that list. Who's the best head coach in the NBA? Laughable. Who's the best motivator of people? Laughable. Who's the head coach that makes the best in game adjustments? Pat I will he, smack he somebody's is. mama.
1: <laughs> Pat Bev. Bim. Pat Bev the best motivator on the team. <laughs> he in Philly. <laughs> he in Philly.
0: Who's the head coach that runs the best offense? The Bulls are 24th in offense. They ain't on that list. Which head coach has the best defensive schemes? Listen, I I would say this. He didn't get any votes here, but I can understand Billy Donovan getting a vote here just because we don't have. Oh, well, we got pretty damn good defensive personnel. Never. mind. Nah,
1: hold on now, hold on now, hold on now. I give Billy credit where credit is due.
0: He comes Zach, up with a good. Zach uh, solid Levine,
1: DeMar DeRozan, person. and Nikola Vucevic look like good defenders at times. <laughs> yeah, that For says sure. a lot. That says a lot. Yeah. That's like getting Kyle Korver to defend, bro. Like that's exactly. that's that's Tom Thibodeau ask, bro.
0: Which team is the most fun to watch? I think the Bulls are going to be pretty fun to watch this year. But they you can't they're judging that off that off last year. Which team has the best home court home court advantage? Excuse me. Which team will have Bulls the got most got
1: a pretty good home court advantage. No, nah, they don't. Never mind. I no, shut no, up. No, we don't.
0: No, we don't. Bucks. No, we... Only Bucks. for Zion because I'm sure he gets distracted by uh Zion Portillos Williams all the time. Um and porn stars. He does like Which... beef. All right, it's time to go. Wrap it up, Pat. Follow us on Let's everything go. at I'm Locked
1: on. on Bulls. You can follow me on everything <laughs> at Path of You can follow me at
0: CEO. It's got to be a little beefy, right? We, we, be we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls. We'll be back tomorrow <laughs> to break down the Bulls preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Locked On Bulls. We I- <laughs>
1: That might be the one. That might be the one. That might be the one. Oh, man.
0: <laughs>
1: oh god. That one might be the one, bro.
0: Oh man. We just moving let go.
1: Uh, <laughs> we got to sit on letter in. <laughs>